0: My main man's is uh, VIP Gutter and Japero.
1: What's up? What's
0: up? Welcome to Flavor Radio.
1: Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, so we uh we seen y'all at the uh the uh cipher for 16. sixteen sixteen. I was like, yeah, we gotta get them up on the on the show. From now on, he was like, you book somebody. I was like, yeah. He was like, they ain't rap anything. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you know? <laughs> I know a lot of them. <laughs> so um y'all got a uh joint project coming out
1: yeah yeah um me and my man payroll jay payroll mm-hmm. um man we've been rocking since like 2007 um that's when we first met at the, um we was doing a show at belvedere yeah um hotel oh wow. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 we used to do the sweet lounge um and that's how we first met through mutual friends um and I mean, we was peeping each other out. And I mean, we—I picked up on his vibe, and I kind of like. I mean, you see other artists doing okay. anything. And I mean, you—you you, you wanting to, I mean, get to do features and collaborations with him. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he was a good dude. We linked up, and um, when I when the first joint we did, uh, competitive ground. I had a, uh, I needed a feature, and it was a certain type of feel I wanted for the record, and. And people that I thought would fit on it so mm-hmm. I reached out to him and um we did the joint it, it was on like my um my first album when I, I changed my name cuz I used to go by another name J Child when I was up with unruly records back in the day so um I changed my name yeah yeah I changed my name from J Child cuz I wasn't a child anymore so I just, right. I felt <laughs> like I wanted a new beginning like so yeah, man it. yeah yeah and then and then the music was evolving right. too so I was getting more mature, so I changed the VIP, got a kind of like my lifestyle, but on on, on some grown man type yeah. stuff. So,
2: so what was it about Jay that made you, you know, want to rock with him? Not only on that song, but Be, to actually do the because
1: product. he he was a dope MC and he he focused more on on substance and lyrics, and that's that's what I you know what I mean, that's what I strive to do every album and every song I do. So I I, I saw a lot of things that you know what I mean remind me of myself so i mean we i reached out to him we did the joint the joint was dope and then on in, in the return he he had a joint uh called planking on a million and, and he sent the joint to me and then from there we just kept in touch kept rocking and that was been like shh, eight, years eight years now years. i mean <laughs> it's been some years so he was like man we've been doing joints um solo and we always support each other mm-hmm. So we like everybody, like other, cause we got like a similar fan base and through my fan base and his fan base, we all come together. So they wanted us to do a joint together. So we like, man, let's just give him one. Yeah. So, I mean, we came up with a dope concept called restore the feeling because mm-hmm. we felt like the hip hop essence, not, not, not to knock nobody. I love all music and whatever you do. I just felt like hip hop is. It's about that. Know what I mean about the lyrics, about the the having a message or something, know what I mean, mm. in your in your music. So we wanted to give them that, but also give them something they can dance to, know what I mean? Something that you can relate to, whether it's a storytelling or know what I mean, just the lyricism, pure lyricism. So that's what we willing to know what I mean, that's what we're gonna give you on this new joint, restore the feeling.
2: Love the title. Love the title. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, how long have you guys been rocking individually?
3: Um, you mean oh oh well, I it's mean like I, in the game and okay. like rapping. I have probably been rapping since I was like eleven or twelve. So probably like around the time Snoop First album came out, I probably shouldn't have been listening to it. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have been listening to it. But I remember like Columbia House used to have a.
2: Yeah, oh uh, my CDs gosh. for a
3: penny, and then um, like like my father, he had it. Um, Columbia house. He, he had. I, I still owe money. I so right, I and and they, can find me they can get it. If they can find me, they can so they probably take it out my, my royalty checks or stuff. But um, yeah, like summer '93, I think I had like the Chronic, Doggy Style, AT, no, not AT aliens on the first Outcast album, and I was in like seventh grade. We went back to school, and I just remember like. Everybody had like new sneakers on and all of that. And mm. and I just remember my mother wouldn't body sneak the Dion Sanders and that shit made me so mad. <laughs> so I was like, if I don't got them on, I'm I'm a rap better than everybody. So it was like, I used to get like, people used to like, you know, snap and joke. So I think around that time, my homeboys are like, they 41, 42. So they like six, seven years older than me. So I, when I was rapping, I was like, I was rapping at a, I was rapping way earlier than most kids probably was. So I was, I mean, in 93, 94, no sixth and seventh grade kid was rapping like that. So I started back then. But um, probably around 98, 99 is when I really got it going. And Mully Man was winning on like 92Q. And then I was, Mully Man won the first round. Him and his sister, I think they went for a couple weeks straight. I was in like 11th grade, or, or maybe it was 11th grade, but I went to 12th grade by the time like 98 came. I stayed on the radio from basically October of 98 all the way into like February of 99. So I stayed on 92Q. So every night they call my house, you know, I was rapping on there. So while I'm in school, people like would be like putting stuff like in my they they come to my locker or you know, they get up with me and just tell me like to say stuff like little lines, bars or whatever. So back then, I don't even think I knew how to count bars. At that time, I probably didn't. Even, I, I mean, I could count them, but I didn't really understand, like, you know stopping and starting right? and yeah. all of that. So, in 98, 99, I was on the radio. So, DJ Clue, like, endorsed, like, the way I rapped. He, he thought I sounded like a girl because my voice was way <laughs> higher. Um, Master P did. It was crazy. So, it was like, you know, I think I kind of started early. And then, I'm assuming you started pretty much the same time I did, like, 96, 97. So yeah, I I probably start taking it serious. I used to play basketball. So then I I was I just stopped and growing. I stopped growing. So I was like, shit, I gotta rap, I gotta do something. (laughs) I gotta do something. You ain't look up the mugsy and say, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. Yeah, no. And it was like, you know, rap was like another way, like you know, you got the cool, like you got the cool people, you got the people that's real smart. And, you know, people try to say nerds, dudes who play chess and stuff like that. Then you had the jocks, the football players. So I made it, like, rapping. Like, so I had little dudes, like, younger than me. I was in, like, 12th grade. I had my little homeboys, like, they was in 9th grade, and they used to rap, too. So basically, like, it was three of us, three of them. So then just over time, it just, like, I started, like, having a little crew. And then basically what it was, he had his own crew, too. So it was, like, we just met up. And then basically once everybody kind of gave up, I just was like, you know what? This is just the same way I had it before, but I don't got to tell him what to do. He don't really got to tell me what to do. It's just like, you know what? Let's just link up and just make it stronger because like our crews is cool with each other and I'm I'm from one side, he from another side of town. So that's what make it cool. So it's like, I'm on West. I'm good because I'm with him and, right. he's East, and then his brother from East too. So it's kind of, it's cool. Like we just, that's how we vibe out. What made you keep going when all of those other guys were giving up? I think it's like the proof to my friends. Like, man, mm-hmm. I, I I got close to record deals so much. Like, I mean, Murder, Inc. Bloodline, DMX label. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I didn't get signed to DMX label was because the day that we chose to meet with the A&R was the time, like around this time, Christmas time. So basically they moved the office from New York to LA because DMX was shooting um, exit wounds, all the movies with the lit the movie with the lid, all of that. So it was, I it was my fault. My homeboy, well, actually, it wasn't my fault, but my homeboy was like, Let's take a couple more days to work on the demo and not have the meeting. But we didn't know we were so young, we like, Yo, it's Christmas break. They be this gonna be fire by the time we get up there. <laughs> we get to New York and we call and the lady like, "Oh, we moved the office, um, but we don't know what our budget looking like." So we knew what time it was. Yeah. They ain't had no money for no more artists. He wasn't focusing on. That. He was doing movies, so we messed that up. Um, The Murder Inc deal, that Earth Gotti just never heard the music. Mm. So the dude who basically was going to pass it to Earth was, you know, somebody that basically kind of got them, you know, put them out, got, is the reason they can't operate the way they operate in day, today. Yeah, so that guy is the guy who had it and promised, like, you know, I'm going to make sure this happens. So, I mean, in 2000, 2001, around that time, I probably would have had a record there. Mm-hmm. So they, it made me ill to wanting to be signed by a label. Mm-hmm. So, so to prove to my friends I grew up with and just wanting to have something more like not just show like, you know what? I'm not gonna chase the label no more. Let me make it so that my sons, they got something and my and and people I grew up around that, let's make it seem like we are that label. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let let it be something that I can have later on. Even when I get older, you know what I'm saying? I can still produce. I can still sit there and mix music and be an A or be an A and R or something like that. That's the way I looked at it. So now it's like, I still see like, they want to do it, but it's kind of like I, I'm still taking the lead. So I just needed somebody else strong to be with me. So then now we can kind of do it together. So that's the way, that's what really kept me pressing on it.
2: Jay.
0: Yeah. So, so, um, y'all both have, y'all both are solo artists. Y'all have individual projects. Um, how does, like, is this something that just mixed with y'all? Like when y'all, when y'all hear beat, do y'all be like, I ain't feeling that one, man. Throw that one to the side.
1: <laughs> no, like the creative process, I mean, it's, it's easy because, um, we both got our own studio set up. So, mm-hmm. and also when, when we feel like doing something together, we just come together right. and vibe together. So if I hear something that I think is dope for us mm-hmm. and I got an idea, I lay it down and I send it over to him. Oh, okay. and then kind of like the same thing with him if he got an idea he'll send it over to me and then we just because we know each other's vibe so we just pick up on it easily mm-hmm. so i mean only only time it's tough is when like you try and get that certain song and you just don't know what you're missing right. so like that that take a little more time and then you got to be kind of like in the same space mm-hmm. to kind of vibe together but a lot of times we just knock them out
0: <laughs> and what the the vip stands for
1: um <laughs> Well, like when I came up with that part of my name, because I, I always was called Godson as a kid. And battle rapping when I first started rapping, from a little kid, I was ratchet, like, mm-hmm. real ratchet. So I
2: mean, I, I can relate <laughs>
1: to you, the, I can I can, you, re- I can, I can, I re- can <laughs> I mean, I can relate to the new, the younger generation and, and the type of music they make. Even though I was, I'm, I'm brought up in the 80s and 90s, so my lyrics was way more. Know what I mean, mm-hmm. I was on another level. So I mean. I had the gutter already. Like everybody come me gutter. That's my nickname. Don't ask me why, but I mean that's my nickname. So the VIP part, I was in the like going out. I would do VIP events. Everybody's birthday. I'm the first person that want party. If it's your birthday, I want to celebrate. I want party. So we got a VIP section. That that's that's all I'm doing. I don't I don't like being crowded around a lot of people. I don't like when when the club too packed, I want my the own section. place. I want my own. Couch bottles and all, that. I ain't gotta worry about going to the bus. So that's what the VIP came, and I felt like I was getting more mature. So mm-hmm. I was dressing up, I was wearing sweaters and button-ups and ties. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm a smooth dude. So we are gonna do the VIP gutter. It's not gutter doesn't have to be like know what I mean a bad thing. You don't you don't have to be know what I mean nobody or trash or know what I mean to be gutter. Like you know what I mean you can I I made it I made it a little more smooth. So that's what the VIP gutter. He definitely did because
0: when i was in uh atlanta for the um a3c master p was uh telling us how you know he tried to tell C Murder murdered to change his name but he just didn't want to he was just like, <laughs> like hard-headed he was like because it yeah because i'm going to catch up with you at some point yeah i mean and, and when you change your name
1: it got it got to fit you so you can't yeah. just like how uh when titty boy was i mean two chains was titty boy yeah,
2: right. so it's like <laughs> yeah, right.
1: You know i mean like yeah. it gotta fit you it got it can't just be because it'd be something corny so Man, like
2: that was corny it, from the jump oh, yeah it was <laughs> yeah. it was
1: but i mean i guess people was calling him teddy Boy. so um, i don't know why but somebody
2: in the camp had yeah like bro
1: so, <laughs> so the name change got fit you and i had the same same type of situation my um one of my best friends he played in the nfl his name jason murphy went to emerson high school um and um he was talking to me, like, he used to try to help me out. Like, I had a lot of connects through him and his people he knew. He was like, oh, you should change your name. You should change your name. This is when I was J Child. And I was like, I ain't wanna change my name. I'm like, nah, I'm me. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm I'm J Child. I mean, so I don't I wanna change my that name. A
0: couple of times where artists are like, I think you should change your name. Yeah, nah, so, why don't I change my name? This my name.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just gotta, it just gotta be in. You just gotta, have to, it gotta be happening at the right moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, pretty much.
0: Now um Jabril, I just seen I just seen you get on some some um a lot of things that I was like, how did he get that? Cause you like quiet more subtle when I when I see you. I don't particularly see you like like a lot of the rest of the like the Molly Mans, the Scar Agbars. And then I seen you on a couple tracks with them actually on that was actually I think it was you, pork chop, um, bar,
3: Yeah, I can tell the real story behind that uh that like I went to school with Quicksilver, so. When I was in um, high school, Quicksilver was, like, DJing, like, already. Like, you got to think, like, all the people from here, they was they were really doing what they was doing in middle school, and mm. elementary school. So when I met him, my homeboys used to, at first parties, like, Trilogies, uh, Twilight, mm. they was getting into fights and scuffles because of what he was playing. So when I go to D.C., or my homeboys go to D.C., I mean, nine times out of ten, when he shouting you out mm-hmm. and saying Baltimore, like dudes in other places, they don't like you. So, you know, watching him, he would bring me to the radio station. He'd tell me, this is what you do. You you know, you put out this um, mixtape, you burn 100 CDs, you give them to the DJs, you do this. He was putting all of those gems and jewels. And then what happened eventually is he moved to D.C. And then he did what he did. And, you know, we were still here. We only had the one radio station because he was on 105.7 mm-hmm. at the time. So when he was on 105.7, basically, you know, people, uh, that was how they used, like, making it a band and all of that. So, like, Los, I grew up around Los because him and my homeboy are friends. So, so Danny P, um, Danny Parsons or whatever, he um, grew up with me, and then him and Danny are cool. So me and Los was bad. And, Los wasn't even really rapping like that he just caught fire at a certain time. So um the story pretty much was that uh Scar Akbar was the person mm-hmm. the battle. So he would ride on a 5 or the 44, or the 33, to find people to battle. Mm-hmm. So when the first time I met him, I met him over um Yale Heights over that way. And I'm, I mean, I'm around you but So <laughs> and I mean when I when I seen him, he heard me on 92Q. He like, "Oh, I'm 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 ready." He chewed my like like he chewed me out the first time I met him mm-hmm. so then I I'm I'm gonna say out of all the rounds we might have went like three rounds he probably got me the two out of the three so the next time I see him he with X1 the dude from Arnyx that um sticky fingers brother mm-hmm. so I seen him in Sinclair Lane so next time I see him he's like all right let's link up you know what I'm saying so I'm from Sidonia so being over from that way I meet uh I meet Scar I tell him come to Morgan I bring him out for a show. So then we battle at this like event. I win the trophy, a little scuffle happened. Cause Scar <laughs> Scott Scar- don't like losers. He don't. So, <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't towards me. We always stay cool, but he told me, he said, if I don't win, it's going down. Like that's how he used to be. Like so now the way he is now is way different than he was, you know, a long time ago. And um that's and still sharp and still. So it's basically from battling him, being around Quicksilver, and um, what's the name? Um, Reds, uh, DJ Reds, too. So, learning from them, um, I think we ended up doing a uh, song that Quick had. And what happened is they had uh, Pork Chop, Honey Grain, Scar, um, Los, and I remember everybody in there writing raps. They all in their phones typing verses and everything. And they said, Who ready to go? And I said, I'm ready to go. And I got you only got eight bars on quick song. I said the first eight bars on that song. And what happened was because of what I said, the lines that I had in the song, they was like it was so it was so hard, it was too hard for them to play it on the radio. They had to get pork chops first in the front, so that for you know purposes of it being played. Porkchop's verse went first. Then nobody else but Scar wanted to go after that. Los was ready. He was writing his, you know, I seen him write his, you know, Los got, when put his. So the way the order is, it's not really the way it was. It was made that way so that it could keep the momentum going. So it was more radio friendly. But no, like when I did that verse, you should have seen everybody's faces in there. Cause I mean I make music with him and just people. I've been making this music for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, people get intimidated. Cause I don't do a whole bunch of talking. I be, right. I be, I That's be. In, I was, I was in the clubs with all of these people, and all of that. Like I never lost no battle other t- to Scar. That was the only one I ever lost. So that when I lost that first one, I wasn't losing no more.
2: Yeah. <laughs> same, same, same way he was at the cipher. Yeah, Same way yeah, you were that yeah, just, yeah. Like just laid back. So um, just let everybody know, uh, like, this this project that you guys have to, together. When are, when are we going to be able to, to hear it? Uh,
1: well, we like 75% done. So it's real soon. Like another, I say, when you say April, March, April? Springtime.
2: Spring oh, so y'all coming back before it dropped down. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, we, we gotta come back. Cause we got, we got some joys. We got some okay. We got some fire too. Okay. Like
3: next level fire. Yeah. Yeah. Was, <laughs> he like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of times, like um his, one of his albums, he let me executive produce, because I make beats too. So uh he let me executive producer. So like before like we go on to making another solo project, we just stop. And now was just we just work on our stuff together. So gotcha. Um, I'm gonna say April. I'm gonna say yeah. April. Probably we be we be ready to rock and roll. All right. So yeah. get in touch with
2: me in March or April. We'll get y'all back up here before uh, the joint. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely.
3: But right now his <laughs> album is out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, um, I just put a new album out. New Year's Eve. It's called uh, "Do It for the Love." Two. Okay. Um, I put out the first "Do It for the Love" two years ago on New Year's Eve. So it's like kind of like a trend. I wanted to keep the um, tradition going. Um, it's real like hip hop soul. Like if you listen to it, um, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's Apple Music, Tidal, um, Spotify, YouTube, anyway, that piff. So look it up. It's, it's definitely a dope joint to and check out. I'm,
2: I'm glad that you mentioned that because when we bring you guys back, um, not only do I want to talk about the music, but I want to talk about like the business side of it like the way that you guys are able to put your music out on those platforms oh yeah yeah no, yeah, no problem because I- we have a lot of especially young um people in the hip-hop generation in this city that don't understand that part of it yeah you know what i mean they'd be like oh my my i'm on that piff and you know maybe one other joint and not really Benefiting financially. Yeah, they're not, man, they're they're not the getting paid they should be so next time we bring you guys on I want to definitely touch on that a little bit. Yeah, and
1: like so, I was telling just telling payroll, um If you got anything online streaming yeah, youtube, it's, it's, YouTube sound, exchange, sound exchange soundexchange.com like royalties publishing you can get a check You can get a direct deposit straight to your account They do it like quarterly or they do it like a certain amount of money okay, and every 30 days straight to you okay. like whenever somebody click your name and they playing your music it comes straight yeah. to you so
2: it's, and like there's a lot of people i know in this city that's getting their music played and,
1: and, and they and ain't getting they paid get
2: yeah paid for it. and i'm like yeah you man, gotta
1: yeah. get your publishing right get your ass BMI, whatever and yeah. your sound exchange definitely because everybody's streaming so
3: yeah. that's how you get paid online okay. know what I mean? um if you don't have your uh like the publishing and all of that straight, somebody else could be making money Absolutely. off of you Absolutely. And um <laughs> I had that happen before. <laughs> no, not yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, he had a racket playing on power on the first first episode. Did you know until you
0: saw yeah. it? I'm yeah. like wow. Yeah. All over,
3: united states Yeah, DTLR radio the song he had. Come on the
0: second
1: episode in the Club and my song come
3: on. Yeah. But they took our verses off. Yeah. So I so there. they leased and the I ain't beat, so Yeah I was like there's nothing I can do about it so yeah Yeah, yeah we're so. definitely going They leased they yeah, leased, they leased the,
0: beat. They yeah. the beat yeah, They leased the beat That's select. what happened with uh Taz, Taz uh, right now yeah. actually it was actually played on uh Empire Yeah Yeah I yeah. remember
3: Yeah I I, I learned a long time ago I I took a CD to 92Q and um mm-hmm. they they was looping my beat But back then it was cool because I didn't know how to get the BDS. So what I did was after they start playing it, I went back and got the BDS for it. And then I was like, you know what? They're not. You know that was cool because back in the early 2000s, we didn't know that. So like we we learned from that. So (laughs) now like if we put something out, we put it on Bandcamp first, Mm -hmm. so we can get the money up front. So I feel like with us working together, we can't. We we not going to lose or do those little mishaps.
2: Definitely gonna t- definitely gonna to touch on that when y'all come back, man. But just let everybody know how they can follow y'all on social media.
3: Um uh, my um all my social social media is J Piro, so it's J A P I R O. Um, like um Gutter was saying, I mean, um I got um my albums on um iTunes, Spotify, and um Apple Music, um Rap for Breakfast was my biggest album. Um I put that out in two thousand fifteen. Came right back six months later. I got an album called Free Lunch, which a few people then tried to jack me for. <laughs> um, so I um, put it out for free, and I did a, like a little mini concert, and then I put it out digitally. So I actually did my um, my promo backwards. So I did it a little different than most people do. And uh, other than that, um, yeah, pretty much. And my um, my website is um dot so I got a podcast so I okay. I you know I might have y'all come through and um get y'all on there because we never get to film we film mm-hmm. but since it's a podcast we never get to have other radio shows so I think that'd be pretty dope I ain't doing and, nothing um,
2: the show bro
3: <laughs> yeah it'll be pretty dope so um yeah check it out so I got um you know I put other people's music up there And I kind of make sure that, you know, I got all my links and everything linked up to what's going on.
1: Yeah, my um, name, VIP gutter, um, all one word. uh, VIP, G-U-T-T-E-R. Spelled correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spelled correctly. (laughs) VIP gutter. Yeah, yeah, gutter. Um, uh, Snapchat, uh, Instagram. Um, uh, my Facebook is Jamal Giles. That's my real name, cause I got two pages. One of them I'm bl- I'm locked out of. I can't get in it. So it's it's now the you real got, like three pages. You sad, though Because yeah, I, I, I got looking least, for you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like three. But the uh, correct one right now, my profile picture is a picture of the album cover with my kids. Okay. On Facebook, yeah. Jamal Jiles, Giles G I L E S. That's
2: just one of the random fans we have sitting around. Yeah, around that's a. Show. I got my government on Facebook cause <laughs>
1: cause my mother. My mother, my Facebook friend, so I got my government yeah, on that. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And we're gonna, um, we're actually gonna schedule the date for y'all to come back before we even leave a Oh day. yeah, that's, that's dope. Make that's sure dope. that happens. So definitely, um, good looking man. Thank y'all for coming and hanging out with us for a little bit, man. Good luck with the project and everything that y'all are doing, man. Y'all doors open whenever y'all need to. Come Thanks, through, I appreciate. It. I appreciate the platform. Absolutely, man. Amen. I VIP Gutter and Jay Power, give it up for them. <laughs>